Hi, this is Dave of the Fatalist Podcast, and you're listening to another episode of Take 5. Now, before I get to tonight's topic, I want to thank the new Twitter followers and hope you guys will join Wayne and me as we begin our look at James Cameron's 2000 series Dark Angel starring Jessica Alba. Shouldn't be too much longer. And as I tweeted out a few days ago, apparently the El Rey Network that's available in both Comcast and DirecTV has been running the series and is set to re-air season one again August 25th. So check your local listings. Now, another subtle change you may not even have noticed has to do with the format we've been publishing the podcast. Uh, until a few episodes ago, all the shows had been released in M4A format, but we've switched over to the more standardized MP3. And like I said, most of you probably didn't even notice. So anyway, let's get on to the show. Even before I started podcasting two years ago, I enjoyed following the careers of actors whose work I found engaging. And now, as a podcaster who focuses on individual television shows, I find it's even more important to stay up to date on each show's stars and their bodies of work. Recently, I felt compelled to look at Continuum star Rachel Nichols' dark thriller Rays, which kind of is Fight Club meets Saw. But tonight, I'm here to talk about the 2013 character-based study, Assassin's Tale, starring Lost Girls Anna Silk. I approached this film with some trepidation, I have to be honest, because while IMDb's ratings aren't the ultimate assessment, a 4.6 generally indicates a film I'd ordinarily pass on. But, hey, Anna Silk's in it. And since she assumed the role of Bo Dennis in 2010, her only other credit, other than Assassin's Tale, was a guest spot on the television series Republic of Doyle, so I was excited to observe her in another role. Now, first off, while it may be a dubious argument, they're not assassins, they're hitmen, or hitmen and a woman. The film follows three contract killers as they carry out their work and deal with the travails of day-to-day ordinary living. Each of them questions his or her existence and makes at least an abbreviated attempt to leave the lifestyle. It's a tight-knit community, but they're under no illusions that at the end of the day, each would kill the other if that's what the job calls for. In a large sense, it's a character study of individuals we typically don't see all that often on the big screen or TV. There have been some shows like The Sopranos and Ray Donovan that have explored the most heinous of criminals, going through the drudgery of daily life, and Assassin's Tale provides more of the same, though, in a much smaller microcosm. I have to admit, making it through the first 15 minutes of the film was a struggle. The film's budget was $1.5 million, and it shows in a lot of places. Michael Beach, who had a regular gig on Third Watch through its six seasons and recurring roles on Sons of Anarchy and The Client List, plays one of the hitmen and fancies himself the intellectual of the group. Beach now a series regular on NBC's Crisis and plays the FBI director. Now, the third killer is played by Guy Garner, who didn't have an IMDb credit after 1997 until Assassin's Tale came along. But then something happened. I got caught up in their world, a world that requires a loaded gun in hand anytime a door needs to be answered, a world that requires one's curtains to be perpetually closed. So how was Anna Silk? Well, you know, an actor can only speak the lines they've been given, and while the dialogue isn't the greatest, it's okay. To a large extent, her character Grace displays another side of Bo Dennis, albeit a darker one. And I guess it's not unusual for directors to choose actors who they know can successfully execute, pun intended, a certain persona because they've seen them do it before. Now, these characters are not living in luxury, but rather represent in many cases the underbelly of society. Anna Silk's grace is the same. Engaged in a sexual relationship with Roman, one of the other killers, she lives day to day knowing that each might be her last. 
However, in a word, Grace is badass, and Silk pulls it off with much the same vulnerability we see her display in Lost Girl. And, you know, it's this vulnerability in Grace and the other characters that kept me from walking away from this film. Though these are, in many ways, the lowest of the low from a moral standpoint, I ended up rooting for each of them to survive and obtain whatever shred of peace they might somehow find. Assassin's Tale isn't great by any stretch, but as a Lost Girl fan, I know you'll appreciate the film for what it is and embrace Anna Silk's grace, who really isn't all that far removed from Bo Dennis. Now, using the 10-point scale, I'd give it a 6, but it's Anna Silk for crying out loud. Check it out. Wayne and I will be back soon as we begin our look at Dark Angel, but until then, I'll be waiting patiently with you guys for our long-awaited Season 5 premiere date. Talk to you soon.